This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Okay, so we are recording individually too, ready? Yeah. And then we'll clap. Or is it okay? Yeah, we're each gonna want to clap since we're recording individually. Last time it worked perfectly. All right, Nick was last nice. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm going like, off of the first name, so yep, yeah, yeah, it's, it's way easier. <laughs> yeah, like, first name. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about future plans and things we want to do. Right, this is gonna be yeah a good conversation. Yeah, and, we should. Love and it. Jordan, we are so happy to have you on board, dude. This is going to be great. Thanks for yeah. uh, one, hopping in, and two, uh, <laughs> I think just your enthusiasm on this is going to be great to to see what we can do and and make this better for everybody. You know? Yeah, man, I'm 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 pumped. I've been you know a long time listener too, and you know Nick and you and I we've done some stuff together for sure. So this is going to be yeah, good. dude. I know, I know. Where do you guys want to like start this call? Like, I, I think maybe we can talk about some of the overall things that we. We have on our list of like, and just brainstorm it. Let's see what comes out of it, right? Sure. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's kind of an interesting time for us to even be thinking of changing because like there's so much changing around us. And then like also, I don't know about you guys too, but just talking to other designers and, and folks that are working at home, um, it, it's changing all of everything, every industry, every everything around us. Mm-hmm. So um, gosh, like relevant times, right? <laughs> yeah, I think people are starting to figure out like, you know, maybe things aren't as stable, myself included, or just yeah. like restructuring is kind of the name of the game. I For think sure. everyone has to be like immediately comfortable with change right now, which is kind of a fun time for this restructuring of a podcast that you guys been doing for how long, right? And, and I know. And mm-hmm. then looking at like what, you know, if there are any areas you can improve or what to keep that's already doing really right. well, which is a ton, yeah. obviously. It's really good to be flexible. Um, yeah, and there's some like sort of commonality between like everyone's being forced to change and, and readjust right now. It's like it, there's no singular people that are just like nothing's changing for me. It's it's affecting everyone in every different no, way right. and every different level. So yes. it, there is like out of all the, you know, terribleness, that silver lining of like, well, we're we're all shifting together. Which is like yes. that that cog system. Isn't, I do isn't like, that? Yeah, that's really kind of like class. the best thing to think of. Yes, and I yeah. think of that a lot. I think of that a lot through the day. Like we talk all the time. We've been in contact with other designers, and knowing that everyone and and everyone's kind of in this thing and figuring it out. No one's got the right answers, right? Like, yeah, I, I love listening and learning to other people that have found new and unique ways to kind of do things. And I, I, one thing I've been hearing a lot of is people listening to a lot of podcasts <laughs> for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys, just, have you found anything new like in the last few months? That's, that's something in your, that you've added to your, uh, your day to day. I mean, I've had my rev to our day to day. I mean, I, I'm such a consumer anyway. Uh, yeah. The uh, the new season that Slate put out about um, David Duke was oh, really yeah. good. It's going on right wow. now. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Is they it, kill That's it. just recent, right? That's Yeah, yeah. I think it's almost done. I think there's like six or seven episodes right now, but it's not okay. finished yet. Uh, yeah, we great. have seen some trailers and 
it makes you uncomfortable. It almost looks intriguing. It looks really captivating all the same. Yeah. 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 The Nixon and the Bill Clinton one both got me in deep with that. Uh, sure. Oh, wow. That would be too. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh, there's too much to, and then everything on TV <laughs> as well. And like, I just finished the Epstein one on Netflix. It was like, yeah. it's just like the other thing too is I, do you find yourself not wanting to go to things that are uh, too negative or that might get you riled up? Like you're like, I just need something light and positive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man, like the Pixar movie or something. No doubt. <laughs> All right. So let's let's uh, get in our list here. I know I want to talk about like maybe a few things that you think are missing or what things we can kind of start talking about. Because um, we've, gosh, Mikel, we I was just looking back at everything we've covered, and we've just about hit every freaking topic I out know. there. But, but, but the, what, the things, what's missing? What happens with that is that things do shift and shame, change with respect to that one single topic every now yeah. and again, which goes yeah. and, get, and keeps things moving. I mean, I think it's, I think it's actually fascinating to hit some of those former episodes from which to, we yes. have maybe a year or later. Um, touch the same subject matter in a different arena, and it's cool. It's yeah, like yeah. yeah. There's well, depth mean, and breadth to everything. Yeah, our industry just in itself, it, it's constant change, right, and constant evolution. Especially us as creatives, like we're adapting yeah. to market, social aspects, culture, whatever that might be, which is always in flux. But then also, like my own process changes all the time. Like totally. I'm always no adapting or evolving. So like. Yeah, any sort of topic, even Nick, you know, when we did our other podcast, just talking about like our own brand process, mine's shifted. And that was only a year and a half ago. And mine shifted and a lot. Made a huge then. difference, right? Yeah, good example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think there's always room for like updates or just check-ins with that yeah. sort of thing. We should call them almost like re- like either episode reboots or something. Like yeah. they should be categorized as something that we're going back to uh, something that was a very good topic from the past and maybe re-exploring how we're attacking it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I love that idea. I think that would be really cool to do because I, I was looking through some of what a lot of our listeners were um, chimed in on, and I thought it was unique that they're asking, again, the same question. It might be a new listener who didn't hear that episode before, so even more reason to not only bring it back, but like update it and tell us what we've done differently. Uh, maybe even place like si- snippets of the uh, of something we said and be like, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have totally yeah. changed. Like my contract is no longer two pages. It's 20. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd be a good one. So we're going to revisit the old ones. I love that idea. What is it? What about the, even just the recent stuff? Like I, it would be almost interesting to have episodes that are all based on this shift of what we're going through with not only COVID, but even Black Lives Matters and everything else as far as I, I've seen a lot about people talking about diversity in, in our, you know, in our industry and how it's so little represented. Maybe we do something there. Oh, for sure. Right. You know? I mean, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your idea, which we, I guess we, you haven't talked about on air or podcast, sure. or, but like the idea of like the revolving guest co-hosts bringing in people. I know. Uh, yeah. With different perspectives who maybe specialize in different industry, whatever that might look like. I think it's really cool. I like that idea a lot. The um, different perspectives and stuff, you know? For yeah, because sure. that's kind of the name of the game, right? I don't think any creative knows everything about everything. So I think it's always just shared perspective. And even in that, there's always a million different yeah. ways to land in the same result. Yeah. And so I think I've told you guys too, I think reaching out to a few 
folks that I really, really enjoy listening to or hearing from or talking to because of their unique perspectives. And it might be very different from like mine or ours. And so like what, what I was thinking was this idea that the perfect model is almost like the 60 minutes show and the way that they, it's a, it's like event television, right? You go to it for this collaborative thing that many voices and many opinions come to, but there's always the core that are there to be, you know, your, you know, your, the people that you know, and are there every week. And that's how, that's, that's who we are. And then we bring in someone that maybe wants to just produce or put together a unique topic uh, for an episode, you know, and, and really get into it and talk about something very specific that maybe we'd be asking more questions than giving, you know, advice on. Sure. Yeah. You know, great. That's cool. Perfect. So we love that idea. And then the other thing we were talking about too, was this idea that what Jordan and I had done with the previous, the other podcast we were doing and hopefully want to like weave in this instructional idea is find the, the, the true masters of particular areas of our, of our industry and have them come in and really like almost instruct a course on that particular topic. And we could be the students at that point, you know, Yeah, (laughs) I would, I would love that too. You know, it'd be kind of, I think not, I, I'm, I'll be a little like, um, like selfish and be like, I'd love that because it'd be great to learn some new things from some of these people. But I think listeners would kind of dig that. What, what kind of, who, what do you think we should go after? Like, what's an area that maybe is out of our expertise that could be something unique to bring on board? What do you think? I mean, I, I think it's, there's it's sort of like anything the light touches for me. I right now, you know, I, I am really focused on like anything business driven, just sure. because, you know, running my own business like you guys, like I think I see more immediate results focusing there right now, just because I've been designing for so long. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I kind of have a lot of that under the belt, but the business side of stuff is always interesting for me. Uh, but I also know, like, it's also you guys know your listeners much better than I do. Um, and I assume, you know, like we're sitting in front of us with a bunch of different topics that you pulled Nick, uh, from a questionnaire and there might be some meat in there. Yeah. Uh, I do like the idea of the course. I mean, like creative course podcast, the podcast Nick and I did, uh, before I like the format, you know, I think we immediately learned that it's a ton of work to take one idea and split it into like 12 episodes. Yeah. You know, each touching a topic, which I think works, but it's hard to like put that out on a regular basis. We ended up doing like two a year, but bringing that into the fold, I think is great. Like we can just drop those without the pressure of like, okay, what's next or like how much exactly. Cause it takes a ton of time as well. And let, and let someone else come in with the expertise and share it from their vantage point. I, I sure. love the business side of it too, because I think maybe that's even another section of our episodes is like, if you were to categorize them, one of it is like the, the business behind us, the business mm. behind design, like, Right. Like, I mean, some of the best conversations we've had, I think, Mikel, in the past where we're like when we brought in like Aaron, who was that copywriter that Wes knew, like his his insight was just so unique. And it made me a better like semi copywriter in just the little amounts that I do. Like, I'd love to get folks like that. Don't you think, you know, Yeah, don't you think that it would be great to be in a room with both him and Terry? By oh my way. God, Terry. She's because like, yeah, we, she, she's great. She would congratulate his sway 
and yeah. how he has managed to make his service unique and m- moody. I mean, yeah. he's edgy all the same. Like he, I subscribe to his stuff and his emails have no no visuals. It's just straight up text, and he's and he just fucking right. clever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and he's he. I don't know if you've heard that one, Jordan, but he was uh, an incredible copywriter that helps you stay. Just same way we tell how we tell listeners to how they can stand out in their design. He mm. did it in just the the little bits of copy that you can have on your website yeah. and on your just social media, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then Terry uh, Trespicio, she'd be a great one to bring back. She could be like our almost our um our uh, she's like kind like of our Tony Robbins. <laughs> she's she's kind of um. Yeah, she's gotten she's made some headway. Mm-hmm. She, I see her um mentioned in a number of how design material. So, yeah. She might be a little busy. I don't know. I think we could still get we'll give it a shot, you know, like even if it's once or twice a year, uh, you know, just to yeah. check in on that stuff too because yeah. I think also we need pep talks. We like particularly now more than anything. I I need it. The other day I was just like you know, you're designing as best as you can, but I think also too, with so much stuff in the back of your mind, trying to focus and, and get the real good work down on on paper was a little harder than than ever for me. So I'm just thinking like that creative pep talk kind of thing that she could do, uh, or people like her, it would be really, really interesting to kind of just make sure we check in on that every <laughs> once or twice a year, Yeah, totally. you know, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, I like yeah, that. she's a good example of that. She could be, I mean, Bill is, of course, but those sure. are completely distinct episodes. So. Yeah. I also think the- um, In a good way. But yeah, and the, and that idea of that, it's kind of our business toolbox of like people we can pull from that can really be of value uh, in their in their own individual kind of, you know, uh, knowledge. That, like you're saying, dude, like I, I think I can soak that stuff up so quickly when I see it around me. Mm. I just want to go like, yeah, let me try that. If that if that makes my flow better or my, you know, everything totally. we were, you know, everything we yeah. had to like think about how we all and I'm sure a lot of listeners are doing this, too, is like navigating through all these like the PPP loan and all these other things. And I've talked to all of us have talked about this. I've talked about it with both of you and how like how bringing someone on that could be a true like uh, advisor on that. Wow. Like. That would yeah. be great. Yeah. You know, the legal stuff, that stuff too would be a great correspondent in that well, in that realm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. I like that idea. Um, some other stuff was just to like having like special kind of episodes that um, someone in the industry, if they want to, I'm, I'm actually asking a few people to say like, if you want to produce something that could be a, just an air on our channel as an episode that is completely you know, independent of us, but something you really feel is something that needs to be said or, or out there or some unique advice and stuff. Wouldn't it be great to have like those little, those little moments where there could be supplemental episodes in between our normal ones, you know? Definitely. Right. I Mm -hmm. think having that, that idea, that notion of like the DGDC umbrella and you can, things can fit under that fold, which might not always be that weekly, bi-weekly single topic we all discuss it formula, which yeah. obviously works, right? But like, I think there's still plenty of room for like different perspectives, shared perspective, other sort of outsourcing of information and ideas. Yeah. I think it's always great, right? Creatives, yeah. especially myself, like I'm always curious other people's process, how they're, you know, establishing or working out whatever they're working out, especially in times like these 
you know, we have like Nick, we have our own oh, Slack no channel kidding. with a bunch of designers where it's like, we just want to know what's going on. You know, I know, I know. Share <laughs> me a doc, like show me a doc of uh, uh, your, one of your sh- pages from your discovery page. Like you, yeah. it's those, it's those little things. And, and our next topic is going to talk a little bit about that. I, I can't wait to chat more about our community and how we can share these things, but I totally agree. Yeah. Those kind of things for special kind of reports or even like the random shows, like just having a show that's talking about what have we all seen right now that we loved and let's, let's put a spotlight on it. Like, did you, was there a new rebrand that Jordan liked or Mikel, when you walked into target, did you see something that just blew your mind and said, we gotta, we gotta talk about it. Like, cause that's, those are those examples that any listener can go out and just kind of find themselves too and, and see and experience it and go, Oh yeah, I totally agree. Or maybe I disagree. You know, mm-hmm. we, we can get into some, the debate ones have always been, didn't we hear that before that? Like we used to hear some people say like, when we disagree, that was like a really good, people really like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I fall into that category. I like that. Right. Right. Like that- that's, that's perspective, <laughs> which again, there's so many successful creatives out there doing it differently. It's, it's interesting to see, you know, how people's experience and perspective like shape what they do and how they do it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> okay. We noted, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the other thing I, I want to talk to you guys about was like, I, we, I, I always thought this would be something cool to try and I know it's quite an endeavor, but opening up our, our thing to a little more of a community um, with our listeners, like the first thing we were thinking of is this, now that the two, three of us are all on Slack as admins and we can chat and keep up to date with what we're doing. What do you think about like opening up a channel where the listeners can actually chime in? And maybe that's the one that's the one place we can say, put in an audio question, put in a, a written question, um, a suggestion or whatever, or even a forum where they could l- talk to each other. I, you know, I think yeah. this is this is the time to kind of do that more That'd than ever. What do you think? Yeah. You know? I well, I don't logistically, I'm not sure how that would flow, but that's an interesting thought. Same with me, but I think it's like, well, why not just try yeah, it? <laughs> a chance to interact rather than it being more directive, like so that the notion of the show is more um, discussing with the listeners as opposed. Yeah, I know, to yeah, two. yeah. And I'll be honest, it's it's hard to kind of you know as in the past few years, we're all trying to juggle our our social media and then the social media for the podcast. Um, all the other things that we do and our clients obviously coming first, you know, in, in your scheduling, we all get that, but like, maybe this might be a way that the audience and the listeners and the friends of our program could talk together more. I form, form, uh, groups that they can even, I would love to even push them to be like, find people that you don't even know and start a Slack channel on your own, you know, Mm. check in with, with each other, like be each other's like, you know, design friends. And, and more than ever, wouldn't it be great to see like what comes out of that? If, you know, if the listeners want to take advantage of it, it'll be there. And it's, it's pretty self-driven, you know, we can chime in, um, and let's say a guest, uh, really did great or had, um, wanted more stuff to say after an episode, they can get on there and almost just say, Hey, I'm here to answer more questions and drop links and all that other stuff. So it could be a really good continuation of a, of a, any particular episode. Yeah. yeah, I think I like that. that that sort of just centralized hub of like accessibility where, yeah, you know, you tell someone their outreach now, even not this podcast included, but anytime it's like, well, there's a million different outlets, but having someplace that is 
as fluid and easily just like uh, accessible as something like Slack, whether it's Slack or like a Discord or a subreddit, some mm-hmm. forum where everyone can like it, it's self-driven. People can just like connect. I mean, I look at it like the microcosm of what we do with our little design group on Slack, Nick. And it's like, yeah, people are just sharing work that they're currently working on, getting immediate feedback from like creatives and just like having fun discussions about what we do. I think opening yeah. that up to like listeners is awesome for one. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and just in general, just like that, that sort of mindset, I think people subscribe to that idea a lot and mm-hmm. making it just easy for everyone is pretty cool and super open, just like yeah. totally open door, you know, yeah. it's, I think it's great to get involved directly with like the people listening to the podcast. Yeah. Cause we've always struggled with having that comp, that one base of where everything is like, I'll, I'll, I'll love it where. On Instagram, I'll get a, a listener will chime in and go, where should I drop a question? And I'm like, we just we just haven't done a good enough job. And no, <laughs> yeah, you know, as well, much as we try to say it and everything, like that's why I'm thinking. And then it kind of leads into too, like even getting getting a website that's really, you know, Wes has been fantastic in hosting all this over these years and having it on his site. And this gives us a good opportunity because we have to move it where we put it and having all those links under one thing. And so the Slack channel button is right there or mm. the show notes are right there. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We're, we're, we got to work on that and figure out, mm-hmm. you know, what's the best way. I also want it just so we can all individually go in there and update it as needed too. And it doesn't fall on just how it always fell on West to okay. update and do it, you know, yeah. <laughs> having fun with the, with the, with the album art and everything else, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. which would be great. So we'll work on that too. Okay. And I, I'd, I'd have to say, too, I think probably the number one request we've gotten over the years is, when are you going to be on Spotify? <laughs> oh, I know. And, <laughs> and uh, Jordan, I don't know if you know this, but like, a few yeah, times. it's Jordan, time. Yeah, Jordan, like we've gotten this in the past. And then there's something about back in the day when when you guys first st- put this together, things were so different. And it mm-hmm. was like it was always a risk to move it over to the platform because no one can guarantee all of the heritage of the of the of the podcast would move over to the new the new home so um and i think i chatted with you guys a while back i've been looking into that and i found one person that can really help us but i think if we if the three of us just look at a a new home for it via anchor or lipson i think wes recommended lipson as a place to and then you brought up i think the squarespace method or or i was talking to chris porter and he was saying that he's having a lot of luck in it basically stays in the Squarespace area and there's a podcast player there too, but yep. it's also your server. And I think that's the most important thing we got to figure out. Yeah, you can where also the... upload directly, which is nice. I think, yeah. you know, I, I think if we're just even touching on like any area of improvement where just for the DGDC realm as a whole, it was for me as a listener immediately, like, yeah, I don't know where the website or where they are like on Twitter, right? It was always... It's like yeah. subset oh. of West, which is where okay. it started, and okay. rightly so makes yeah. sense. But I think so it's an useful. opportunity to like, oh, DGDC. It should be like you know, it's it's not like a sub branch of a website or the Twitter isn't West McDowell. It can live on its own at this point. Yeah, right. Yeah, and we've been all over. Like we start, we had a Twitter, and then it wasn't, and then it was under Wes's name, and then we went to Deeply Graphic, and yeah, in- Instagram's the only area we had like a clean slate. <laughs> yeah. Which is and it was where open. like most of the yeah. outreach goes right now anyway, Which, right? Like, uh, yes, that's been, yeah, that's been uh, just that validates to kind of run communicative traffic there Yeah, for the most part. Mm-hmm. People are seeing that. It's good. And, and I think for the three of us too being 
very in on our own social, it'll be great to all be able to, you know, once a week, at least guarantee that we're going to chime in and, and answer a few things or whatever, or maybe it becomes Slack becomes, you know, the, the, the new spot in that too. But just keeping that, that engagement alive with them. I know sometimes I'll check in, I'll be like, Oh my God, we missed like five notifications (laughs) and they're, they're gone from the feed because they were in stories. And I always feel terrible. I'll be first to admit it. I'm terrible. I'm totally. I'm, I don't yeah. even. I'm not even active on my own. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, uh-uh. Mikhail, I'm the same. Like, if I get busy with a project, like currently, I you know I have some rush dates and a couple clients I'm juggling. Like, it's hard to get out of that and into like your self promotion or just like you know social media stuff, right? Like, uh, responding to messages and stuff. So having like almost it, like that like really self serving again, maybe if it's not Slack, something like that where it's like well. The problem with Instagram or social media sometimes is it's singular direction. So like they can only respond to you. You can only respond to them. But having a forum where people can chime in left and right, answer each other's questions, we can jump in and like address a bunch of questions in one place where everyone can see it. Because for me, I get a lot of DMs, but they're always about like the same topics, right? It's always like, like, what do you charge for this? Or like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like those same singular questions that I assume most creatives uh, get more than any. And having that sort of like singular place where, you know, people can see responses or people can take leads that isn't that aren't just us. Because, again, I don't think any the three of us don't know everything about everything. Exactly. Um, And just make it easy. I think for me, the theme of if there's any changes to be had, it's just like, how do you make it more accessible and easier for people to connect? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was that was one of our very first. Yeah, it, it, it does open. This is no diss. It opens up um, means for opportunity to make adjustments for those areas that we've had intentions for for actually a very long time now. Yeah, I think yeah. it's also a point of pride that like the podcast has outgrown in such a way that it, it can live on its own like that. I think that's awesome. Uh, you know, I, I look at it just like it's all opportunity for growing even further. From, oh, yeah. It's already doing so well and the listeners are so engaged and, you know, the content is so great. Um, just, yeah, it seems to me like to make the most sense to try to just outreach that a little bit further and make it easier for people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, that's going to be a, a nice thing for, I think, uh, for us as well, too, because like so many times it's you're reluctant to go because there's so many spots to ch- to check in on. The, the, the more concise and the more funneled we make this, it would be a lot easier for us to yes. chime in, um, yes. which is great. And so I, I'm, I'm really excited for that. So we'll definitely do that. And and for sure, the Spotify thing will happen. One of the things I saw was was interesting, and I, I sent you guys, it's on the bottom of that doc. There's a link there that um, Spotify is going heavy on the video podcast. Mm. And they've just allowed like 10... Uh, uh, 10 uh, very popular ones to try this out in a way of a beta thing. And I was looking over a lot of what some of the suggestions were from listeners. And they were saying, you know, with Zoom and us being so video oriented over the last few months, what about incorporating this video component into a fraction or a, a section of some of the episodes? So uh, I, I'm saving that episode, that uh, article to look it over, but I wanted to send cool. it to you guys because, hey, what, what? Cool. That would be kind of fun. I know we've always had fun with our video ones when we did our every every. Uh, they are fun. Ten. They are fun. You know. Yeah. They're complete, you know. They feel so different. The format. It's nice to have a little bit of a a break in. Yep. Format routine. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like exactly. 
I mean, um, I subscribe to that too. Like I, I've started shifting towards like, I like having a podcast video in the background because podcasts inevitably are in sure. the background no matter what. But in, in this day where it's like, we're so, you know, quarantined up, like it feels less lonely. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Cause this is my apartment. It's just like me and my girlfriend and the cat. So like having a video of your people in the background is like kind of nice. Well, it's water cooler. It's like water cooler stuff too. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like that ambient kind of sound of action and other hustling behind you that really helps you in your day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, logistically it's yeah. harder, right? Obviously, like I think until like there's some sort of software that makes it easier to, to get good quality while also getting like good visual. But yeah. I think like what I see a lot of the time is if there's like segments within a podcast that are really like meaty or great or like a tutorial, if you need visuals, they, you know, they just plug in like maybe 20 minute YouTube video exactly. of that, that segment yes. that you can work yeah. on, yeah. which is, I, love I think is great. Yeah. Or just taking pressure off. Like, let's just do a video podcast this time and not worry about the audio this time. And we'll focus on the video. Maybe it's just exactly. a different format for that episode of. Yeah. But I do think the video world for podcasts is like huge i think more and more people are getting into that myself included. yeah yeah and i think they're doing it as a complete answer to like taking on youtube because yeah. so many podcasts have started there you know and hey let them be at war with each other we we win in the long run <laughs> with all these great <laughs> options you <Yeah>. know <laughs> totally totally um we, we've i also went back and looked at a lot of the apple itunes uh comments a lot too and there was a overwhelming kind of thing as our uh, a lot of our sound issues and things that we've had in the past and we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna improve on that as much as we can jordan's a, a pretty good whiz at doing a lot of that as far as the audio side but we we're gonna do a few things to kind of make sure we're ensuring that you know we're sounding better to you guys i know it too because i listen to a few that are done very very uh low microphone budget and if the content's great yeah i know i'm gonna i'm gonna listen but you know, the quality is something we definitely want to make sure we're, we're keeping up with you on that. And so we'll do that as much as we can and, and revising that kind of stuff too. Um, what else did, I, I want to go into maybe some of these, uh, did any of these comments from the listeners shine to you guys? I'll give you a chance to maybe look through the, the slides. Um, but I mean, I, I mean there's so many good ones yeah, here. Like your I listeners know. are amazing. <laughs> All these are so the, solid. Wasn't it kind of cool? I'm, I think I, I I really thank them today. Even on, that was my first chance of getting onto Instagram and like yeah. <laughs> going into the message to each one of them and saying thank you. I'm like, this new commitment starts today. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, but like I this first yeah, one I really had cool. here was like instead of having the audience call in or email questions at the end of the show, it might be good to have that person call in, have them live, and be able to answer. I love this idea of doing the listener question with that. Um, I know logistically, even it's hard enough to get the three of us to be in line, but um, <laughs> if we could do it, and maybe it's something that, let's say, what wouldn't it be cool too if, if, let's say, just one of us has the availability to talk, maybe do a live edit with them, and then, uh, or if it's all three of us, great, but like, yep. wouldn't that be cool? I'd, <laughs> I'd love to get them in, in on that to ask the question live. Yeah, because there's always like those gray areas of like points of clarification or like maybe <laughs> we always do that. <laughs> yeah. When like same with the idea yeah. being creative courses, like, you know, we would take that whole course and then have someone come in who listens to it before we release it and then sure. cover any points that we missed or any areas that yeah. we, you know, we uh, uh, didn't cover enough. And I think having them live asking questions, follow ups, uh, 
is great, right? Yeah, Mikkel, I think we've had a few times where we're, we heard the question. We're like, hmm, so are they full-time or are they freelance? We like, you know, so the clarification would be kind of good. Yeah, sometimes you know? we're having to make assumptions in order to accommodate the question at that mm. given time. Um, but you know what? It is interesting. Social media is comfortable for so many. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, without ha- having that immediate exchange, people aren't as receptive to it. True. We have found. Um, yeah. So I think it would be a good test to undergo altogether. Um, but yeah, it's. I bet you there may... Well, I'm just... I'm being assumptive here, I suppose, but... I wouldn't be surprised if there was a better chance for that clarity from a follow-up over social media as opposed to asking a secondary question right then and there in the moment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Or it could be as simple as like, Nick, if you or if anyone gets DMs from, you know, the same person, a few of them, like maybe you should have them on for 10 minutes and talk. And it could be like a different segment where it's just. You're right. You know, some again, like that outreach or like, yeah, there, w- there were some great suggestions and that might even tie into like the once a month contest one, the suggestion too, where, yeah, you, know, you select someone to come on and have like a great 30 minute or whatever discussion, asking any questions, talking process, sure. whatever they want. I love that idea. I've, I mean, I'm always so surprised. And hey, if you're going to if you're going to sign up for that, you know, you got someone who's willing to want to talk. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, well, and that's incentivized. Are these suggestions from separate individuals? Um. Oh, the so are you referring to my first page? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The first Under page is from uh, from one. Actually, that's from one of our. Uh, he's one listener, like with all those. So yeah, super he engaged. Definitely chimed awesome. in. Yeah. Yeah. And him and I have talked many times in uh, on LinkedIn and. Uh, Skype and did I I did like a a really cool like profile or portfolio review with him as well. So it's neat to see, you know, that kind of engagement as well. But mm-hmm. I, I I do think if someone is that willing to, we have a spot on Slack where it says sign up to be a spotlight yes. guest. You know, yeah. you know, yes. spotlight listener. I love that. The incentive is also great where it, it's about like we can answer or help them with their own business project, like. So maybe it's not broad stroke questions of like, what do you charge? Or like, this is what I'm doing. You know, yes. I'd love some just like perspective or insight of, of, of yeah. experience and yeah. what can I do to, you know, improve or change or whatever the question might be. But personalizing yes. is great. That answers sort of two questions. And again, yep. I don't think like we talked about, there's never an answer for one thing. Like I like the idea of putting it into context with someone's personal project or design, whether it's like a logo review or a portfolio review, whatever that might be. Uh, because then it gives context to our answers. Like it actually gives, you know, reality into instead of like 10 tips to get, you know, better clients or something like that. Yes. Which it's not really reality for some people. Yeah. It's always situational. Yep. Um, I saw a few here that were very common in a way of we love all the talk about business and setting up your business and everything, but maybe more design talk. And I, and it's funny too because I was talking to <laughs> I was talking to Wes the other day. We're talking we were talking about the whole shifting over and everything. And that's truly his his reason why he's he 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 wanted to kind of like you know exit at this point is because of that he wasn't feeling that comfortable in talking about the design stuff. He was doing so much more on the business side, mm-hmm. and um and I thought back to some of the podcast episodes of other things I've listened to. 
I love when we can really go deep into um, a project and individually, I'm sure we can all pick one that we can maybe use and, and talk and actually go a little bit deep into it. Talk about discussing the breakdown of that design. Why did you, Mikkel, choose this typography over something else? Or, you know, um, talk about color theory with yours, Jordan. Like we can get really deep and I, I and maybe that's been a missing thing. We have, we've, we've all been guilty of not really diving too deep in that, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. oh, totally. talking about the design. I love that because that's, that gets me thinking so much. I, I can talk about that forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, we, I assume we've all done a, a number of interviews, right. For podcasts mm -hmm. or whatever that might be. But I recently did one with Chris Porter, who's a mutual yeah. friend. Uh, yeah. and the reason why I like it, it was such a good interview because it, it wasn't just so broad stroked. He was like, all right, we're going to find this little project he did like a year ago. I want to know what your font selection was like, or like, I want to know what the client say on the second revision of like, we got oh, really funny. deep into yeah. those decisions, but that, that process, uh, I think is what most creators are interested in. At least I am right. And I, like, why did you choose this thing? Or like, how did you land in this particular decision? And mm -hmm. I think that's, that can just tell you a ton of, of one, the creative process and two, just like a really cool, inspiring, like perspective. And mm -hmm. that's kind of what we're feeding for, right? Like I'm always yeah. looking for like inspiration to try something new or, or, you know, like, oh, they, they, they really thought outside the box in this way. That's awesome. I want to adopt yeah. some of that idea or thinking. Um, I love Gosh. that. It goes to somebody else wrote too, like, you know, exploring and, and dissecting case studies. That's maybe the what these episodes are called. And we can each take a turn at saying uh, it's Mikkel's turn to do the case study. And, and then what's nice is we can, we can put up those, if we do that on video, yeah, that's what I'm you, thinking. We, yeah. we could share our visuals um, yeah. with, 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 as we're talking. Yeah. That, show and, that kind of stuff. Is, or do you want to call it show and tell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for I those sort it. of like really niche design stuff, I think visuals are kind of, crucial right like it, it's so hard oh, to like gosh. describe i mean process is one thing but like having the context of what it actually looks like might be super helpful that's a cool idea yeah. yeah and and you have the choice if you're in your car you listen to it in audio but when you get home yeah you can check out the video of it you know which mm -hmm. would be which would be great and we should even ask for some of our listeners and friends to chime in and say i nominate someone else if they saw a really great case study somewhere on a blog or something, can we get that designer to come in and do a, a guest case study? You know, yeah, that'd yeah. be kind of cool. So us and guest case studies. I love it. What else did you find? Anything else you guys want to? I mean, these are all great, right? Uh, I love the, uh, the composite photography is great. Yeah, that's like go. a very niche down, but that's something I do a lot of. Yeah, uh, I good. That. I like that. Yeah. And the more specific questions are so, I appreciate them so much. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Less like just big picture and more like precise or niche. It, it, there's yeah, a ton of stuff yeah. to dig into. Yeah. Um, I love the Mikkel interpersonal tips. I, yes. I'm into that. Like actually interaction with different clients. Mikkel, as a listener, like that was always something I really appreciated. Like we got to hear your sort of where you were on projects and interacting with clients. And I think that's important because man, as a freelance, like I'd say 70% of my work is like client interaction, right? It's emails, scheduling totally. meetings. It's all Love those things. That. And I know that isn't that 70%. Would you say it's that high? I mean, wow. if I look at like onboarding, offboarding, deliverable, like it's so much client interaction. 
probably as okay. a whole for sure i mean maybe 70 that's that's probably exaggeratory but like i'd say half right like but even fi- yeah. even 50 50 it's like yeah that's an almost a necessity yeah, it nowadays, depends on right? the week i guess for me but i that's guess sure. that's true there are some that are super heavy in that arena um yeah 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 you know i i i have noticed that i'm the one that does that most and i have meant to ask wes and nick over the years in fact like is it too specific Mm-mm. And I want to be cognizant and not to mention sensitive to, um, <laughs> you know, dropping names, dropping client type, sure. dropping scope. But I, I don't know. I try to s- practice, Jason, I call it the swap it all the time so that if you're in the other person's shoes, would it be, would it feel beneficial to you? Sure. And I, I need examples to, to reference mm. or yeah. to act as inspiration or, or whatever it yeah. is. Um, I have a great but yeah, idea. I want to keep us at three in check about yeah. that just because yeah. if there's too much that's dropped um, before a show is released, let's discuss that sooner sure. than later. Um, yeah. Sure. Always. But you're yeah. right. And there are, I know even without naming names or anything, it, someone can still fig- maybe even figure it out. Yes. And, yes. um, and yes. I, I know that feeling, but you know what would be kind of interesting too is I, I've never heard this done, but what if we each had, I know I can name maybe two clients that I could probably get to even like come on and have a conversation with. Yeah. You know, and set, like even the, the, let's call them the most reputable or the ones that we've had the longest and a really good, I know, Mikhail, you've mentioned a lot of great personal relationships you've built with yours as well. If they would be more than, uh, willing to come on and talk maybe about the, 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 the hurdles of like, of, of even them just not being a, uh, a designer and how did we uh-huh. introduce them to the field? How did we hold their hand? Um, other things that yeah. listeners can do to gain trust in a client, you know, getting the client's perspective. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. That, that's, that's pretty cool. Especially if like, you know, I've had a few that I've sort of onboarded, that came from other places where they maybe weren't as satisfied. Sure. But that's a good, you know, I uh-huh. learned a ton just from like, Oh wow. You guys had all the struggles. Like I'm going to make sure whatever's uh-huh. in my process, uh-huh. I'm going to eliminate yeah, yeah. those or address those later on for other clients. Like that kind of stuff is super helpful. Figuring out like where those pain points are for clients sometimes. And a lot of it yeah. is onboarding. Cause I do a lot of like small business work, you know, and mm-hmm. most of those clients, Startup, they just what have you. Yeah. Like you have to kind of educate them and also, you know, do the work with them. So like it, I, I think as creatives, like it's helpful to understand those pain points so you can better educate clients. At least if that's like, for me, I, I do a lot of work with those kind of uh, startups and yeah. Yeah. Me too. There's uh, more handholding than you anticipate at the forefront, which <laughs> totally. oftentimes if you've got yes. the larger projects or accounts in between, you do naturally forget. Yeah. 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 And there's always like you start to figure out like, oh, these steps I do resonate just better with clients. Like I'm going to try to yeah, like, adopt or at these. At the end of a meeting, why the hell did I use that lingo again? It's not like they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was a big thing for like trying to figure out. I don't want to intimidate and, you know, overeducate yes. or like expect yes. them to understand. Like you really yes. have to boil things down to like the most simple method. Uh, and then try to get them to understand like what you're doing, how it's going to be helpful versus just like, we'll make you more money or whatever the goal is. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You also have to like explain so often. Yeah. Uh, and that's just being, again, adaptable, sensitive. Mm-hmm. It t- there's a personality that comes with all this. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, with freelance, like you start to appreciate the agency life where like, oh, you have project managers that are their only job is like, you know, just make sure everything's on schedule. And then you have your like people who just work directly with clients and like your interaction with them is only on presentation. So like you, these roles that people specialize mm-hmm. in, you sort of appreciate having that when you don't as a freelancer, you have to do everything. You have to do yeah. all the email, yep. whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I like the idea too of maybe even if you've pitched a client and you've gone over maybe even a live pitch, like, you know, showing if a client felt uh, cool on coming on board with for a video one and getting their live reactions to what's happening and maybe the first conversations you have in refining, you know, or whatever it could be. Anything else in that client perspective, I think, boy, that's completely missing. Like I haven't heard that in any industry kind of uh being tackled you yeah. know yeah mm. be kind of fun i like that mm. okay yeah mm. yeah these are great um, i mean Neric has a bunch of really good ones here at the end that i've been looking at i really like the idea of like just the idea of real work stories yes like actually when we talk of a topic like it's i like the idea of like actually putting our own personal context if people are comfortable with like this is what it looks like this is how it landed here's you know the meat of it here's under the hood uh, all skeletons and all if there are any on which yes. most projects there are like it's it's like how designers overcome problems or solve problems i think is the most interesting and i think you can only really dig into that with real world projects uh so i yeah. I, I love that idea um, i like that problem yeah. solving kind of episodes with and, like and personal I, and stuff I'm glad, real stuff yeah this I'm lives glad you out in the up, world i'm glad you brought up uh, Nara, because like I was talking to a few other younger designers who are s- just in that position of maybe starting their freelance business or doing the side hustle with a full time job, and they would be kind of I-, I-, I wanted to have like two or three of them that we can check in with periodically through the year and be like, what's new in your world? What have you learned? Where- what mistakes have you made? What achievements and goals have you reached? And it's almost like progress reports on on some of them. And maybe they can even, if we find a few of them, I've got a few in mind, they can almost round table it and we can introduce them and say, take it away. Like, because I, I, I think, love that. right? Like so many times the friends of our podcast write in with those, those very elementary starter questions. And I think to have some, some people who are like advocates and like in there with them would be really, really cool. Imagine the conversations they can have on slack like comparing notes would be fantastic you know hmm. Hmm. that'd yeah. be kind of cool what? so the young just those like more so because there's people all over the gamut now diving into freelance more than ever because of either lesser hours or um, forced you know, to un- right un- unfortunately either yeah. furloughed or let go so um and i'm see- i think this is happening in almost every industry and one thing we have is like I feel like I think at least in design agencies or design industry, uh, a young person that could have just lost their job might have the Mac already or the components and everything they need at home to start doing the freelance work. So having a a cool little support group for them would be really kind of cool, you know? And in, in that, that same boat as the other, like sometimes I feel, you know, when we bring on like younger listeners, like I just, I don't like the idea of like, this is what you do. Cause I, I just, I'm not convinced like there's just one path. So like exactly sometimes I'm like, this is what happened with me, but it's really situational for like what I ended up. I got lucky in certain regards or like, you know, 
just different ways where I'm at locationally. Like, but having perspective from younger designers who are currently at that place is kind of cool where it's like, it's not us reflecting of what we did in our situations years ago. It's like, we're in the trenches with you right now. And here's what's going on shared with like, you know, I, I, I think it's always good to have experience look back as well, but like there's something cool with that marriage of, uh, you know, current and then past. Mm-hmm. Cause I think there's stuff there that, you know, we probably Again, it's a different world, too. Like, I don't know what it's like to be a young designer getting into freelance right now. I don't know what that is like. Oh, uh, and the things we would terrifies learn. terrifies me. <laughs> yeah, the things we would learn as well. I think it's, yeah. a, it's a two-way street with that because I've talked to a few people who are just diving into it. And th- they're thinking so differently. They're already thinking of certain things. I was like, wow, that wasn't even in my thought year one. Dude, so totally. Right. So like maybe sometimes we might not be the right person to give someone the advice who has just dived in to freelance for the first time, you know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Any, yeah. any, any last ones here you guys want to bring Most up or like how do we do? Disclaimer at the beginning of every episode, <laughs> that very thing. Yes. You know, like I've been doing this exclusively since May of 2008. So what the fuck do I know? Yeah. Um, the show. <laughs> I love it. The disclaimers would be great. <laughs> this is awesome. Well, we've got a, a good amount of stuff here. I see a lot with prices, exploring different design arenas. I think that's another thing, too, is sometimes, too, like when we did that that uh, last year at Adobe Max and we got to – I got to that one time because Wes was off doing recording with one guest and I got this other guy. Oh. It was Eddie Harbour who had originally worked with Nike – he was this like insane industrial designer of both clothing and materials and stuff. And I, I got so many great DMS on that, that people were like, Whoa, like not, not in graphic design at all in a whole other area of, of our industry. So the more we can bring, we need to remember that there was, Mm. there's been a couple of like really sweet and, and for some reason they're female and maybe there's something, there's something about that. Um, yes. But wanting, requesting that mentor relationship and can we schedule a Zoom once every couple weeks or once a month, even if you have time, I want to run scenarios by exactly. you. And this woman pr- specifically provided digital patterns for quilting, stores, wow. quilters, running their own mom and pop shop, quilting. Yeah. Talk <laughs> about niche. I yeah. was like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. Me too. It's fascinating. Yeah. And patterns, I mean, think about that's not small. No. No, she not does, at all. She does everything patternized. How fun. I was yeah. like, it gave me a goosebumps to talk to her. I was yeah. like, who's mentoring who here? This is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it neat too when you meet someone who's creative in a totally other field? And I think yeah. that might be a neat thing to have like 180 episodes where they're like total opposite of who yeah. maybe what like you found someone like that Jordan you met someone that's a complete 180 and we can bring them on and almost talk about the similarities and the differences you know like I've, it's funny you mentioned the the quilting and the knitting thing I I was on a plane and I met this woman who owned a knitting shop and when I <laughs> when I looked her up after she gave me her website she had like the most killer website and great branding wow. and I was like you know and so again she told me all the hurdles of opening her job and like building a community and People have to come to the shop and feel like there's something new every time. And I'm like, those are wow. the same 
problems we have with everyone we work with, you know? Mm. Yep. So yep. I love that idea of like you totally opposite end spectrum people and to bring them, on, bring them on board. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Really I, cool. I mean, really cool. just I think if there is any sort of theme, it's just like every business and this isn't just exclusive to the DGDC, but like everyone is looking for their community right now or like looking for a place to like really just share uh whether that's just like conversations just whatever it might be whatever they're going through and i think if businesses like just were more susceptible more open to like how can we you know approach that and and keep our doors open you know to that more i think i think that might be a good just sort of that's that that could be the goal of you know, how do we engage more yeah. with the community right now? And all these ideas are really pointing towards that anyway. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. That's the commonality. Yeah. 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 I love it. I think we're onto something. Yeah, man. It's super inspiring. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, it's cool. Great. It's well, great. I'm looking forward to what we can build here and like um we'll talk soon, but like I think we just needed to get a good brainstorming session in. And I feel like yeah. we got a lot of good stuff here. This is going to be a yeah, blast, this guys. This was useful. This was useful. I'm glad and we I recorded think maybe, it. Maybe <laughs> um, it, it, just because we're starting fresh um, doesn't have to ha- give way to having these powwows. Maybe it's smart to have them every so often, regardless. Um, I love that idea. And and pulling these um, comments and you know, like Nick, thank you for doing this and I thank our listeners out and this poking was great. everyone for their opinion. Um, but maybe there's a way to round up. I mean, we do. Yes. I mean, what do you guys think about having that every ten episode listener answer thing and keeping it's like a that check-in? Going? It's just a check-in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, love that I don't idea. think it should necessarily be ask a question about your, you know, your position, te- technical specs, or maybe just give the entity it, of the it's a podcast chance to obtain rev- um. Um, um, productive feedback from mm. them about how the show's going altogether. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I okay. think. Yeah, I think that's that's sort of in line with everything, right? The process behind whatever is happening. I think yeah. that's we great. didn't do that enough before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it's hard, and I, I and I think it, that's yeah. you know a lot of people don't, but I think there's something the point of differentiation that could be the DGDC is like that's sort of something that's adopted is neat, we, neat. Yeah, totally. I love that. Me too. That's All right. fabulous. We're, okay. We're in. We're in. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. This is great. All right. All right. So Okay, you guys. Well, we so are, you gotta should go? we pin down the day and t- you know, we had it like every Friday, like mm. the recording was set and that's always helpful for me. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to just say 9 to 10 right now is our kind of our lock in. And the other thing I'm going to try to do is like list out all these unique categories of episodes that we kind of brainstormed.